everyone, and welcome to The Wrap, brought to you by Michigan Medicine Headlines. I'm Dan Elman with the Department of Communication. And I'm Bailey Merzik, also with the Department of Communication. Today, we have a heartwarming episode for you as we talk about an ongoing winter clothing drive that will help our neighbors in need. Now, before we get into details of that, be sure you go back and get caught up on any episode of The Wrap you may have missed. They've been coming fast and furious lately, including shows on the new Cornerstone Learning System and how to protect your well-being as a caretaker at Michigan Medicine. All episodes can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or any other podcast hosting platform. They're also hosted on the Michigan Medicine YouTube channel and as part of the headlines we can review. And with that, let's bring in Dr. Donald Lukowski, who is helping run a winter clothing drive, an initiative that he began several years ago. Donnie, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Now, first, can you tell us a little bit about how the idea of hosting a winter clothing drive first began? Sure. Um, so I think it, the genesis probably spanned before I got here at Michigan Medicine in 2012. I have a, a very dear friend of mine who um, is also is, is a physician now on the West Coast. And he, um, he always tried to be quite giving. He was... He was um, had ample means, but especially during the holiday season, he got great pleasure in trying to go to Toys R Us and get as many gifts as he can uh, to give to you know those who are less fortunate. And in around 2016, um, my family and I kind of decided, with the divisiveness that we we felt was happening in the country, that we wanted to uh, not be on the sidelines and to do something positive in our community. And we started this out, I believe it was with my son's uh, travel baseball team, just collecting some clothes and donating them. And then ultimately evolved uh, my children's school, the Rudolph Steiner School of Ann Arbor. And, you know, from our friend group just kind of expanded and ultimately, you know, we, um, we've grown since. So this has been a really great thing that you started. So what's been the reaction of your Michigan Medicine colleagues um, when it comes to these efforts that you've put in over the past few years? Yeah, I think um, my friend group, and I, I use that term uh, quite liberally, you know, so whether or not it's my work colleagues or uh, people who I socialize outside of work, you know, we, we have a very giving community. And I think people uh, who I met around uh, the Michigan Medicine campus, and this is also an initiative that spans partners outside of Michigan Medicine, uh, you know, Every now and then come up to me and ask whether or not we're going to be doing the clothing drive again this next year. And I think uh, people look forward to giving uh, to those who are less fortunate. You know, there's a, a, a ton of need in our community. And this is something ultimately that we can uh, do positively to contribute to, again, make um, warmth part of health and really give back to those, uh, you know, of our neighbors. Yeah, absolutely. So how many pieces of clothing have you collected since it began? So in 2016, uh, we, we collected gently used clothes, whether or not it was a jacket or a long sleeve shirt. And then ultimately with COVID, we expanded it to include uh, only really new clothes. And we moved it to an Amazon gift registry so people could you know, uh, click on a link and ultimately uh, have it shipped. And so since 2016, I'm just looking at my notes, 2016, uh, we've collected over 3,300 clothes. In the last three years, we've um, had nearly $20,000 of new clothes donated to our neighbors in need. Yeah, so that's awesome. Can you provide 
um, for people that are wanting to donate, can you provide some details of this year's drive? Um, when does it go till and how can employees participate? So am I able to share, I'm gonna change something on you. You have things that I'm gonna be surprised about. So I'm gonna surprise you. So the clothing drive ends in November 14th. And if I move my head this way, they can click <laughs> on that link. I, I forget what it's called, you know, where they can just uh, take a little picture of oh, it. QR code. QR code. And it goes directly to an Amazon gift registry. And uh, it takes about five minutes and they can click on what really appeals to them, whether or not it's a, um, whether or not it's a, a jacket, whether or not it's diapers, whether or not it's long underwear, whether or not it's a hat and gloves. And all that goes directly to the house by the side of the road, which is our neighborhood partner. And people then uh, who go and shop at the house by the side of the road don't have to pay any money. They can pick up a, a brand new piece of clothes. Those also who have generally used clothes, they can also bring that or new items that they've already purchased just to the dock at North Campus on Plymouth Road as well. And we pick it up there. That's awesome. Yeah. And um, for those who are, are looking at the audio only version of this, we'll put the link in the description of the video so that they can get all of this information that, that you're talking Thank about. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. absolutely. Uh, so now I, I'm curious about this. I, I've, I've heard rumors that you have a very big role in this, but how does a lot of this clothing physically get to the house by the side of the road? Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. So um, this has been part of uh, my family's efforts. So uh, my youngest, uh, when they were getting bat mitzvahed, they collected $5,000 uh, and sent it straight to the Malala Fund. Malala, you know, is one of the Nobel Prize winners. And so uh, my son great, get, gets great pleasure in helping too. So we typically do this as a family. We um, bring the clothes directly to the house by the side of the road. One of the nice things too is the people who benefit don't actually know who actually was the individual person who, who actually brought that piece of clothes, clothing to them. And so we basically collect all the clothes. The clothes come directly to, uh, to my home. And ultimately we then bring them uh, to the house by the side of the road and just in the back of, of the docking station right there. So it seems very much like a family effort. So why yeah. is... Um, doing things like this and um, philanthropy in general is so important to you and your family? Well, it's not just me, right? So it's the entire community that, uh, you know, we have enormously generous uh, individuals in our community. This isn't just me. It's a Holly on my team. It's people who inspire me around campus and outside of the Michigan Medicine campus. And I think it's just something, you know, to, uh, to add uh, warmth to people who, who don't have warmth. And, um, I, I imagine it must give a, a, a great deal of pleasure and comfort to have a brand new article of clothing that you otherwise wouldn't have. And it's just my way of, um, and I presume everyone else's way of just adding to um, make the world a little bit better. Yeah, I, I think that's great. And I think that to your point too, about the whole community, the whole Michigan medicine community, right? When we look at the food gatherers drives that we have going on, the school supply drives in the fall. Now the winter clothing drive here leading into the winter. It just seems like there's, we have the United Way you know, campaign. It just seems like there's a never ending you know, parade of initiatives going on here. Um, and it doesn't seem like our employees, our faculty, our staff ever get tired of it, right? They just wanna help out in whatever way they can. And I think that has something to do with 
going into healthcare in the first place and, and, you know, wanting to help people and just being able to carry it out in however many ways they possibly can. So thank you, Donnie, for sharing how you as a family are doing this um, and how you've made it a bigger initiative. And I hope all of our employees uh, really take the time to, to participate in this drive. I think it's a really wonderful effort. So thank you for all your work around the drive. Well, thank you. And again, it, it, um, I want to thank everyone who has given and continues to give. Uh, you know, we have a number of inspiring leaders around campus, both those who are on the front lines and those who also are helping to make this all work and couldn't have been with, it, with everyone else's help. Absolutely. If you want to learn more about the Winter Clothing Drive and how you can help, be sure you go to mmheadlines.org. That's mmheadlines.org. All right, Donnie. So your work here is not quite done. Each week, yeah. <laughs> we grill our guests just a little bit longer by asking them four quick fire questions as part of the lightning round. Are you ready? Okay. I am. I am. All right. So what made you want to become a doctor while you were growing up? Uh, so I'm a PhD. And I think uh, initially um, in being inspired by my father. My father, my mother, my mother I got her PhD late in life in classics. And my father is a physician and still practices. And um, I think it, healthcare has been in, in our family's blood for a long time. So now that you've been a doctor for a long time, what advice would you give to those looking to enter a healthcare career? Uh, I think trying to figure out what inspires you, right? Whether or not it's treating patients one-on-one, -on -one, whether or not it's being a um, a a partner of the clinician community like I am and trying to advance health in the community. Um, I think ultimately, whatever you choose, just make sure you're passionate about it. It's a very fulfilling profession, whether or not you're a physician, a allied health professional, or a, uh, a scientist like myself. I think that's great. That, that you can really make a difference no matter what role you have, right? Exactly. I think that's really, that's really important. All right, let's turn our attention away from work. Uh, this week, was National Authors Day. Do you like to read? And if so, who would you say is your favorite author? <laughs> okay, so I enjoy John Grisham novels. And finally, um, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever comes out this next week, sorry, <laughs> which got us thinking, if you could have one superpower, what would it be? Oh my goodness. Um, I think to be able to go back in time and meet my grandparents on my mother's side. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. I think that's awesome. Thank you so much, uh, Donnie, for joining us today. If you want to learn more about the ongoing winter clothing drive, go to mmheadlines.org. That's mmheadlines.org. And while you're there, you can check out other featured stories from this past week, including a look back at Quality Month 2022, information regarding a new guide designed to better support coworkers who are undergoing gender transitions, and a fun photo gallery of Halloween at Michigan Medicine. Find all that and more at mmheadlines.org. All right, Bailey. So we asked Donnie what superpower he would want to have, and he want to go back in time. What about you? Oh, that's easy. I would, I would want to fly. I love oh, heights. Man. That was going to be my answer. <laughs> I want to fly. I wanted to be a pilot growing up, um, and so yeah, the idea of flying. But now that Donnie mentioned going back in time, I think time travel would be awesome. Um, I, I think. See, I'm weird. Like I like modern amenities, right? So I don't really want to like go back in time and live there, but I just want to go and observe <laughs> and see the way people lived and then quickly travel back. Um, that's what I would do. But yeah, you so you would just you'd want to like put a cape on and just go fly. Oh yeah. Up on top of the city, like the birds. Yeah. That's that awesome. would be me. That's awesome. <laughs> 
All right, it's time for the weekly trivia contest. First, let's congratulate Heather Kipp, who sent in last week's correct answer regarding the new M2C2 facility at Michigan Medicine. This week's question is, who was the winner of this year's Jack Billy Award for Inspiring Quality Improvement? Once again, who was the winner of this year's Jack Billy Award for Inspiring Quality Improvement? You can find the answer in this week's Quality Month Recap, and once you know it, send it to headlines at med.umich.edu for your chance to win a prize. That's all the time we have for this week. Thank you so much, Donnie, for joining us. And thanks, as always, to all of our listeners and viewers for everything you do for patients, families, and each other. We'll see you next week.